Hey guys, it's Stan. And before we get to today's episode, I want to tell you guys about a very special event organized by our very own recurring guest, Damon O'Keefe. As you guys know, you guys have donated over $500 to the Pirate Polar Plunge, and we cannot thank you guys enough for that. And guess what? It's about that time. The Pirate Polar Plunge will be taking place on March 5th at Memorial Park in Piermont, New York, and your donations will be going to families in need around the area. And to donate, you just need to go to tlcapparel.20systems, spelled T-U-O, I'll say it again, tlcapparel.20systems.com slash stores slash Polar Plunge 23. So what are you waiting for? Donate and take the plunge March 5th, and we hope to see you there. And now, here's today's episode. Welcome back to the New York Sports Exchange, episode number 75. The time has come. Super Bowl, Chiefs, Eagles, you will get our props and predictions for the game. We have some outlandish props out there. No Tim, but we did talk some hoops with Damon O'Keefe. We are promoting the Polar Plunge event. We want to thank you guys so much for all the donations we raised. To be exact, $530 We love you guys. That, that's the best part about this podcast. We all love you, and you hopefully love us back. But I would hope. <laughs> I would hope. Polar Plunge, March 3rd, Piermont, New York, Memorial Park, 12 to 2 p.m. Who knows? You could see a familiar face there. Who knows? Um, leading the march, too. As, as leading Oaks, the march. Wait, wait for the interview wait for the interview with Oaks. Wait for the interview with Oaks. We talk some basketball. I got my I got my uh, shots in there about Duke and RJ Davis and Caleb Love. It's a house it's a house divided in Chapel Hill, unfortunately. <laughs> but that's all good. Let's dive into it right away. Main one main focus, you're gonna get the Super Bowl, and then we're gonna get our thing with Oaks, and then what I saw, then we're done. All right, here we go. Super Bowl. Terrence, official predictions for the game. As of right now, from where it stands, the Chiefs are one-and-a-half-point one underdogs. What do you got? Hmm. I mean, I feel like that's too close to bet the spread. Um, okay. But I say give me the Chiefs. I don't really like either team. Um. Makes sense. I do. I makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I do like Travis Kelsey though. So yeah, the the Kelseys have uh, grown on me. I must say. Yeah, Travis. I've always liked Travis. Jason grew on me a lot within these past two weeks. Jason's awesome. Jason Jason, Kelsey is. Fuck. Hit like an eagle. I hate. (laughs) I hate them. I hate the fucking Eagles. They have brought me fucking nothing but fucking misery. I hate that stupid douchebag Sirianni. So you know what my prediction is, obviously. Give me the fucking Chiefs plus one and a half money line. I don't care. They're just oof. What are you going with for the score? What do you think the score is going to be? Uh, they just called me with the script. It's going to be thirty-seven <laughs> thirty. Thirty-seven thirty, Chiefs. I swear to God, if that's the fucking score, I'm doing a backflip. <laughs> I, I, that would I'm, actually be insane. I, I'm doing a backflip. But anyway, <laughs> we're on short. We're on short time. Terrence has to leave for class in eight minutes, so we are going to do this really quick. The interview with Oaks oh, is yeah. over. Is over forty-five minutes, so it should be good. So. Very time-consuming. So here we go. 
prop predictions right now. Terrence, is the to- is the coin toss going to be heads or tails? Remember <clears throat> the public last year, everyone was on heads. It was tails. This time it's even. Both at com- both coming at minus one hundred four. What do you got? You know what they say, man. Tails never fails. That is true. So give me heads. Ooh. Yeah. I wrote down tails in the notes. That's embarrassing. <laughs> now, thank God it's in pen. <laughs> All right. So Terrence is going to go with heads. Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to go with tails. I like that. Because like tails that. never fails. <laughs> I, just uh, like, I just like going against. That is um, true. Against sayings. So, yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh, the Gatorade color. What is going to be the color of the Gatorade? That's a tough one now because there's so many different colors. There's so many different colors now. So Who knows? Many. It could be uh, what's the new? One? What's the purple one? Uh, we just counted down. Fucking top ten. Yeah, no, the purple one's awesome. I love the yeah. purple one. Um, I don't give me yellow. I feel like it's yellow. Be yellow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna one. go orange. Okay. So. Within the past, so within the past, I think 12, maybe, I don't know, 12 Super Bowls, it was five orange, five times it was no Gatorade, it was water, and then <laughs> the next two it was yellow. I'm going to ride with orange. The When Andy Reid won, when they won the, when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl against the Niners, it was orange. I'm going to go with orange. This is why betting on this is so much easier. Because the Chiefs have been to the Super Bowl before. I'm going to go with Orange. You can just tell I'm banking on the Chiefs to win at this point. But yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm going with Orange. I'm going with Orange. All right. MVP speech. Who is the possible Super Bowl MVP going to be thanking first in his speech? Terrence, go. It's going to be God. 100%. There's no doubt about it. There's no God doubt. God has great value, people. Yeah. You can get God at plus three seventy. Would you want to? <laughs> you do you want to bet against the Lord? Why would you bet against your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Jesus loves football. Mahomes loves Jesus. Although he did thank, now he did thank the did thank Kansas City in his MVP speech when they beat the Niners, but when. When uh, they beat the Bengals, he said, all glory to God. So that means one thing. We're going with God. We are going with God. Never bet against Jesus Christ. Do you know who else would bet on Jesus Christ? Tim Tebow. That's true. Very true. That's true. Very, very true. All right. Last Last one for the props, for the game props. Will there be a scorigami? What is that? You don't know what fucking scorigami is? No. When there's like a score that's like never been in the NFL before? Uh, it's called scorigami? Oh, Terrence. No, there's not. I sent you these notes. You could have you Googled it. Oh, uh, yeah. I kind of just looked at the top. Yeah, I'm they're like, mess, they're mess now. <laughs> they were so neat and so good. <laughs> I want to have fun. Give me a fucking scorigami. Scorigamis are awesome. I think, like, I don't even know what the... F- I can't remember the rare NFL scores in my head. So, I'm just going to go with Scorigami. Terrence, what do you think? I say no. No? Yeah, it, it's no. at minus 8,000. So, <laughs> that, that, that makes the most sense, but I want fun. 
Okay. That's fair. All right. We're running short. We're running short. So here we go. Which brand, which brand's commercial will air first? Ooh. Okay. Doritos or Pringles? Doritos. Doritos. I'm going to go Pringles only because Pringles is always like that brand that has a uh, superstar. So oh, they want to get in it. They're always like a wild card for it. Yeah. I'm gonna go with I'm I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Pringles. All right. Next up, Budweiser or Heineken? Ooh. Oh. Give me Heineken. Heineken? Okay. Yeah, that's a tough one though. I'm going with Budweiser. Yeah. Right? I think Budweiser is the when you think America. Yeah, you you think Budweiser? Nobody drinks that skunk beer Heineken anymore. No, that's fine. This isn't. So. It's not 2007. <laughs> yeah, but the times. It's Budweiser. Okay, last one. Pop Pringles is making a return. Pringles or popcorners? Those like popcorn chips. Yeah. Like wait, like which one I prefer, or like no, who, for the commercial. Oh, 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 oh. What do you think we're talking about here? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, Wait, did you nah, think the, the Pringles. Beer, did you think the, were, did you think we were rating whether or not? No, Heineken? no, no, no. Okay. No. What the fuck? You're going to go Pringles? <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going Popcorners. Only because uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul will be portraying Jesse Pinkman and Walter White in the commercial. <laughs> so... I think they want to get that one out of the way. All right. Last one before we go to Oaks. Chris Stapleton will be singing the national anthem. Will Chris Stapleton go over or under two minutes and five seconds? I feel like he's going to put like a very good twist on it, but give me the under. We're, wow, we're like dis- we're disagreeing yeah. on everything. This is the like the first time in podcast history that any of us have disagreed on everything. <laughs> Literally everything. Wow. All right. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going over. I mean, the guy has like the longest songs ever. And when he performs live, half the time he's staring at his wife, who's a backup singer. So he <laughs> takes forever. Tennessee whiskey is like four minutes and 38 seconds long. I, I, I believe so. I, I, I think they are. So, I, I, it is. Hey, what the fuck am I saying? What the fuck am I even <laughs> saying? I'm going over. I'm going over two minutes and five seconds. I think that Chris Stapleton is wants to savor this moment. Big country star singing the national anthem. First time it's happened since Luke Bryan in the Pats Falcons Super Bowl. All right. That's for the Super Bowl. We will go in depth about the game next week. We're sorry we're not doing too much on uh, on the Super Bowl, which sucks, but some conflicts happened. Shit. Shit happens. Shit happens. We will go in-depth on the game, on the Super Bowl, on next week's episode. For now, we hope you enjoy our interview with Damon O'Keefe. We talked some college hoops, some NBA, promoted the, promoted the, uh, the polar plunge. You might see me there. Who knows? You'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll see what happens. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Damon O'Keefe. All right, we are here for the first time since June. Ladies and gentlemen, 
basketball expert, UNC fan, haha, Damon O'Keefe. <laughs> oh, Oaks, how's it going? It's going great. Uh, good to see you guys. It was back in June when we uh, did this last, and it was the uh, was the two of us, me, you, and Terrence. It was. Um, at a very different time when, when, you know, my heels were on top of the world and, uh, <sighs> now we have switched spots. The tables have turned. Table has turned big time, but unfortunately for both of us, we are clawing <laughs> and scratching to get into this tournament with two. At what cost? Ex- exactly. At what cost? It's I mean, it's just a brutal drop off for you guys. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it is what it is. I mean, Duke cannot win games on the road. It's just it's not it's ter- it's terrible. It's terrible what has happened. And I mean, uh, I, I just it, I'm too angry to even uh, think about that game. I just want to think about Saturday. Saturday was a great time. Now we're on to Virginia. Those are my those are my thoughts on Duke right now. Oaks probably feels the same way about. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to say in a sense of UNC basketball right now. Um, I'm actually somewhat sad for you because this should be a show that should be filled with Danny Layton just bashing me today. But um, that is true. But that is true. Uh, it, it's hard to bash anybody when we're sitting with two unranked teams and we're sitting with both teams losing games by 15, 20 points. Yeah, um, at, at, a, least our t- at least Duke has are very together. I mean, UNC's got other shit going on. I mean, <laughs> yep. Caleb Love yep. and RJ Dav- RJ Davis. What are you doing? Yeah, that's, you your, that's, that's your best friend's girlfriend. What the fuck? Yeah, we're just you know <laughs> passing passing people around. You know, uh, <laughs> not great. Uh, not great in the clubhouse. Uh, doesn't really <laughs> tend to work well. Um, so uh, they've, they've lost the locker room. Yeah, they uh, well. From what from I will tell you, I do have inside sources, as you guys know. I do. Have, oh I yes, do know the, I do know the assist, the assistant coach very well. No fights uh, this year. I, say it again. No fights this year. No fights this year. <laughs> yep, you you and your boy Shire decided. You know they decided to like be cordial. Um, yes. Yeah, but uh, that's my guy. <laughs> yes, that's your boy, and uh, I just uh, uh, we we've been hearing for the last forty days that that locker room has been a disaster. So really, yeah. So wow. It's, so it's not a, not a, not. I don't think a fun place to be right now. Ah, palpable buzz in Chapel Hill. Yeah, <laughs> palpable I mean, buzz. Not I mean, the good. I, buzz. I think. I, I think what is a, what has come out and what has occurred between uh, the two rising stars and uh, a, a female not to be named uh, has. I think maybe the cherry. On the top of the of the uh, of the ice cream here, who knows? Oh yeah, I know her name. I'm not going to say it, but yeah, I, so. I definitely do know her name. Uh, even funnier, uh, I did say to Oaks before. Uh, this is the first time in 75 episodes that I've taken note actual notes. Like, took time to write down in a notebook notes for this episode. And when I wrote down Duke over UNC, I put parentheses with a nice little smiley face. So oh, sorry. I'm, I'm shocked it's not a blue devil, like a it's not just like a devil emoji. <laughs> Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I can't draw. <laughs> I can't. I can't draw. You know that. Come on. I did not take one art class in high school. <laughs> not one art class. All right. So before we get to the NBA talk, LeBron broke the record. Kyrie to the Mavs. Trade deadlines coming up. We need to talk about the event that we promoted. the The event and fundraiser that we promoted on last week's episode. We raised over five hundred dollars, which was. 
absolutely exceeded my expectation. I think it exceeded everybody's expectations. The amount of money that we got made, I made the official donation. It, Oaks, just <laughs> I lost my train of thought. But Oaks, give uh, give our listeners here like some detail about what the what the event is and who it's for. What what we're what we're doing on uh, March fifth. Well, first off, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna thank uh, you guys, of course. Um, uh, your initial twenty five dollar Venmo uh, to start the to start the fundraising at seventy five dollars between Danny Terrence and Timmy was phenomenal. Um, you guys kind of got the ball rolling on that. Um, and for, just so everybody knows, I had no idea you guys were doing this. Uh, so when you guys came out with that show, I didn't know you guys were doing, um, the, the donations. So to see it this week, uh, on your guys link and on your guys, uh, Twitter page, that was, uh, that was awesome. Um, and we just wanted, I just want to take the time to thank you guys. Thank everybody who is on the, the sports exchange that has donated. Um, that, that is phenomenal. Um, I will tell you that this is. The Polar Plunge is for our man, Brendan Cunningham, and his daughter, May, and the Cunningham family. Um, uh, it, has, we, it, it has been great success so far. Uh, myself, Alana Pasapio, who's our new phys ed teacher at the high school, Frank Amadio, kind of got the ball rolling here. Um, we decided that we wanted to do this. Uh, we wanted to do it for Brendan and his family. Um, we've been kind of telling the kids that, like, I think we all know Mr. Cunningham, if you know him personally, um, if you have something bad to say about Mr. Cunningham, uh, you should probably really reevaluate yourself and maybe check yourself in somewhere. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, oh, my God. I, he lives right behind me now. And still, before he, I had the bias of saying, yeah, he lives right behind me. He's the best neighbor ever. I would, like, I would literally fight people when they talk shit about him. Like, yeah. that's how great of a guy he is. I've never heard anybody say, like, a single bad thing about him. Um, one, of, so- one of the nicest people out there. So with that, uh, you know, um, of course, with his uh, with his daughter, of course, being in the district um, and, you know, such, such a great kid, such a nice kid for what she had to deal with here over the past few months is uh, just horrific. No, no kid should have to deal with this. Nobody, nobody should have to be adult or kid. And, um, you know, I will say she's making great progress. Um, things are getting things are getting a lot better. Um, you know, we're hoping for her return to be home soon. Um, which would be great for Brendan and his wife, Carrie, and the family. Um, and, you know, we were asked to kind of do, do the plunge. And, of course, I did not hesitate to say yes. Um, and myself and Alana uh, kind of got together and kind of put ourselves in a situation where we felt that we kind of needed to fundraise before the event uh, to kind of do something special. So we came up with the idea with these shirts. Frank Amadio and Alana got on it immediately. They designed the shirts. Uh, as you guys know, I'm not very technically challenged. So the designing <laughs> of the shirts went to them. Um, and then I kind of did what I do best, which is spread the word, um, got to get people involved. And best part about Pearl River to me is what this community does when people need some help. And uh, I've seen it over my 23 years. I've been involved in quite a few things. Um, and this has been a smash um, so far for Brendan and his family. Started started two, three weeks ago by a guy by the name of Kieran Moran. Uh, did an event up at the castle, um, up at Blue Hill at the golf course. Um, he orchestrated five bands together, had some raffles, 50-50s, um, and we completely packed the house. Uh, place was was packed. Um, and now to the plunge um, from the donations and from uh, the shirts that were being sold. We sold over 180 shirts here um, in 
short amount of time, I feel, probably in about three weeks, uh, we were able to put, sell 180 shirts um, with donations. Um, we are at right around $5,000 right now in donations. And, uh, I mean, in, in shirts and donations. Uh, so money raised going into it, and we have some more time to do it. We're going to uh, put a link out uh, that's, gonna, that's going out pretty much tomorrow uh, that's going to allow people to donate. Um, we have some special guests that are awesome now plunging in. We have, uh, we have quite a few teachers that are getting on board with us. Uh, off the top of my head, I might miss one or two, but we have Maureen Whaley. She's jumping in. We have John DeMarco's jumping in. Uh, Jerry Houston is jumping in. Uh, we also have wow. um, Brian, uh, <laughs> Brian Fitzgibbons is jumping in. Frank Amadio, Alana, they're jumping in with me. Um, we have Brenda King just put in today. She's jumping in. Um, uh, like, and as I said, Maureen, oh, Andrew Elbrick, he's, he's jumping in. My man, LB, oh, yeah. <laughs> LB. of course, uh, of course. Uh, we have quite a force going into the water, uh, on March 5th. Um, you know, we're going to get, I think probably a few more teachers involved. Um, but we have a lot of students involved and there is a link out there. If you would like to join us on the fifth, uh, I'll get it to Danny. Um, he can put it up on the thing. If you want to sign up. Uh, just join us on the 5th. The way I'm pretty much presenting it is uh, we don't care if you jump in over your head. We don't care if you put your toe in. I don't really care if you sit out there and drink some coffee. If you come to the event, <laughs> you're supporting a great cause. Um, and it's not just for uh, Mr. Cunningham and May. Uh, it is for three other families. Um, one, actually, is a lady by the name of Kim Ulrich, who used to be a um, physics teacher at the high school. Uh, she's now in our administration building. She's a tech. She's a tech administrative. And her niece is involved. Uh, we're raising money for her niece, and we're raising money for two other families. So it's four, four all together. Um, it's going to be a phenomenal day on March fifth. It's Sunday again. Uh, it's over in Piermont. Uh, Danny will put all the information up, address, and everything. Um, yeah. And then uh, afterwards, we're we're going to take the uh, we take the party back to the castle for the party after the plunge. Uh, go over to the castle, celebrate the day, uh, celebrate the four families, and anybody who wants to come up can come hang out, donate, or it's not even going to be too much in that sense, but just go have a good time. Yeah. Um, just know, Oaks, uh, the day before Duke plays UNC, and I will be home. Yes. We texted <laughs> me about that. Uh, Back in, we, like, October. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, I've, I've, had the, I've had the date circled. Yes. You, uh, you, you put that out there. I, um, my – I actually might be open. My Peyton and my wife are going away for gymnastics. Um, me and James will be home. We, we, James is avid basketball fan. Uh, as you guys know, oh, he uh, hasn't se- he hasn't seen Dookie Dan though. Uh, he has not seen Dookie Dan. <laughs> love, would probably would love to meet Dookie Dan. Um, so I think we could probably maybe arrange something depending on his basketball schedule. He definitely has basketball that day, so we kind of have to see what's going on. All right, all right. But then the next day, I I will be available the next day. So maybe uh, are we are we seeing a Dan late in in the plunge? You you might be you might be you might be I'd, I'd say it's about six I'd say it's about forty sixty I mean quick plunge dry quick off plunge right dry in the off car, back up the then, school yep <laughs> yep be right be, be right up your alley forty sixty forty sixty I'd, lo- I'd love to see you do the plunge <sighs> a lot of people a lot of people want me to do it it's just that I don't uh, let's just say that there's some there's some other things going on in house that some people are very like uh. Maybe it's not a good idea because of what's going on that day, but I will I will be making a one hundred percent effort to to attempt the to attempt to attend. Yeah, there's so, been a lot of uh, 
people a little weary about, you know, just the Hudson in general. And, uh, you know, we'll, we will, we will see how that all flies. <laughs> all right. So March 5th, Memorial Park in Piermont, 12 to 2. I got that right? Yep, you got that right. That's 100% wow. correct. Um, and like I said, we're looking just to get a great crowd. Uh, the student body is doing a great job. We're going to have a lot of students jumping in that day. Um, they're on board. Uh, so we should have a great turnout. And uh, it should be a very festive day. I've been there before. Um, so it, it, they do a great job. So it's going to be a really, really good day. All right. So – you're also here to talk some hoops. We just talked some college hoops, Duke over UNC. I mean, it, he's heard, he's heard, Oaks has heard enough about it. So let's get to the NBA. LeBron breaks the scoring record. This felt like a long time coming. I mean, he slowly but surely made his way up there. Now he, now he's, now he's the top dog in the scoring list. What do we, what do we, what are we thinking here? Give me one second. Is, okay, is, one is second. LeBron? One, okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. He's the top dog in scoring, but he's not the top dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy, oh. that guy, Mr. Jordan, is the top dog. Um, but we can, we can get into that in a little bit. Um, first <laughs> off, to, first off to LeBron. You uh, are lucky, luck. Tim is not here. <laughs> But to LeBron, uh, I honestly didn't think he was going to do it last night. I thought he was. He would do I didn't it think Thursday, so either. Thursday night. So, so first off, my son, who I let stay up for special events, is pissed uh, because he would have. Uh, <laughs> he is a Laker fan, and he's. A, we, we were just at the Garden to watch LeBron last Tuesday night. Uh, we went down and watched the game, and um, it, it was actually my first time I saw LeBron live. His first time LeBron live, so uh, uh, pretty cool moment for me and him. Uh, I, I said to him that you know he can't be up to one o'clock on a Tuesday or twelve thirty on a Tuesday. He's not going to do it, and sure enough, he does it. Um, but the the one thing I love about my son, of course, he wakes up this morning, and goes, he broke the record, but doesn't matter because they still lost. So uh, that was a uh, <laughs> he's a wins loss guy. I mean, yeah, come on, doesn't matter. Guy. Yep. Uh, but to LeBron, congratulations. Uh, that is a serious um, milestone, no doubt about it. Um, nice to see Kareem in the house last night. Um, Kareem had the opportunity to watch Kareem late in his career. Uh, that man is phenomenal. And um, do you think he hate like really like really despises LeBron because the looks on his faces the whole <laughs> night were just like. Yeah, I don't. He was not looking happy. I don't. I don't think they get along at all. Like, I don't think they do. Like, they liked up LeBron, and like every like legend that went up to, to LeBron last night was like would have like a nice little like two minute conversation with him. He talked to Kareem when he handed him that basketball, and he was just like, "Yeah, congratulations." Almost like basically just said "fuck you" and walked away. Like, yeah, I mean, there was yeah, there was no rush. By LeBron to get over to see Kareem. Uh, he, that's like one of the first things that I was looking at. And I was like, oh, yeah, these two do not see eye to eye. So uh, uh, like I don't... Every, every basket LeBron had last night, it was just pan over to Kareem and just the look on just the look on his face, like his body language, like I just did not fit. Like he was just, it looked like he didn't want to be there. And I mean, that, this sounds like pretty bad. Like just getting dragged to a game to watch a guy you absolutely despise, break your record that no one thought was going to be broken. Seems, <laughs> seems a little yeah. messed up, but 
It happens. My son was telling me, I don't know if you guys heard this. Did you guys hear that LeBron really wanted to for the the one the, for the basket to break the record? He was going to do a Kareem skyhook. I wouldn't be shocked if he did that. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be. Shocked I don't think he either. ever. He, I wouldn't. I don't think he would have said that, but he definitely had that in mind. Yeah. I I think he was going to do. I thought. I genuinely thought he was going to do it in Milwaukee just for the story, because against Kareem's former team, against one of the best te- teams in the league on national television, I didn't think he wanted to do it against the twelfth place Oklahoma <laughs> City Thunder. Yeah. But. Lo and behold, but here we are. I mean, the Thunder, the I mean, what a great job complying last night. Like, LeBron, do whatever you want to do. I mean, it yeah. was. <laughs> They're still going to win. They, they, they still, did. They, they fell right into the Thunder trap. Like, hey, we, we, we want to go score 130? Let's do it. Let's see who wins. So, Gilgis uh, Alexander is just, he's going to be a stud. He's, an, he's insane. Uh, I've, had an opportunity, he, yeah. I've had the opportunity to watch him like five times now. He is the man. Uh, he's exciting to watch. I wish the Thunder would get on TV more. Uh, they're not on TV a lot, uh, but I think I think they're coming. They're they're a team getting ready to go here. Uh, they can yeah. they can play. Um, they they could score the basketball not just with him with the two three other guys, and um, they'll be fun to watch. Now ima- imagine them with Chet now because yeah. Chet's out for the year. I so. know. And if he if he was there, it'd be like who whole knows different situation. Be. So who knows where they'd be at this point? Um, so the next big news in the NBA, Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks for Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a bunch of picks for future middle schoolers. Um, <laughs> the, so what do we – so, Oaks, do you think, like, the Mavs are a threat now? Because so we, we've I seen think... Kyrie go to every team yep. and has ruined everything and <laughs> maybe set them two steps back or maybe even two steps forward in Boston's case. So, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. Uh, it's, I've had a couple of conversations with people that are into the NBA. As you guys know, I am a Net fan. Um, oh, yeah. and, you know, I've watched a lot of Kyrie. For a guy who's so talented, it's amazing how many issues he can cause. Um, and, you know, li- listen, I'm a Luka fan. I love watching Luka. And Luka's sounding like he's just welcoming him in, in with, like, open arms. Like, and, you know, I don't blame Luka because there's – with that team that he has, he can't win a championship. Oh, yeah. He can't even get out of the second round with that team. Um, and well, they made the conference finals with that team last year, which I don't know how they did. I mean, like he because the he Suns are to, overrated. He has to he has to almost average a triple double by a lot, like not by a little. Like we're talking, like yeah. he's got to do a lot. Um, and I think this kind of takes a little pressure off him. I'm just eager. I'm just actually waiting to see the because they're both slow players. And they can both take the air out of the ball. And I just I, – I don't know what's going to happen when one wants to do his thing and the yeah. other one's just hanging out on the other side of the court. So, so he, I, I don't know how that's all going to fix and mesh. My analysis – yeah, that's the thing. My, and, and the thing too with uh, Luca, the way he plays, the way he gets assists. When Kyrie was playing with LeBron, I think that was the most perfect that Kyrie Irving could have had because LeBron could get a sit like literally – get assists with like 15 seconds left on the shot clock and yeah. give it over and watch Kyrie work. Luca does it so differently where he just burns the shot clock and then he'll give it up with like three seconds left on the shot clock and get a wide open corner three or anywhere else. I just don't see how I like, I can see it working, but at the same time, I don't really know how it's going to work. Yeah. I, I don't get how that's the thing. It's like they both deflate the basketball and 
Kyrie in a different aspect. He's shooting the ball. And then, you know, Luca is doing who knows what he's going to do uh, when, he, when he deflates it. Uh, I, like I said, it's just be interesting. They're not going to get a lot of fast break buckets. I think in the NBA, you've got to find a way to get fast break buckets. But on the, on the flip side of it all, when the playoffs come, games don't really get into past the 110s. So yeah. it, it, we'll, you know, we'll see how it is. I'm not a fan of Kyrie's defense at times. I think he feels like playing defense when he feels like it. Um, I think that's going to be a problem for them. They have to going to have to solve here. Um, I, I am interested to see how it goes. Let's, yeah. let's just say, I, I, to me, it's a must watch if you're an NBA guy. Oh if, yeah. If you're an NBA fan, must watch. No doubt about it. He makes um, his debut tonight. Yep. Sure does. No Luca though tonight. No Luca, but will you still let, will you still let James stay up? Make, make, make up for it. After uh, uh, last has, night's debacle. If, if, he's, if he's looking to watch the, the Dallas Mavericks <laughs> tonight for a little while, James can stay up. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah. Make up for it. Make up yeah. for it. You, you, you doubted LeBron. Yeah. You did. I did. I did. Tough. So, Tough was, on that one. You did bring up the – so back to the Nets since yeah. you – I completely forgot you were a Met, Net fan, but Cam Thomas. Yeah. The, the lighting <laughs> it up. 91 in two games. Like, he, had, he had 40 the other day. Yeah. Three games. So, so it's now we're up to – are we up to one? I think we are. Was it three? I thought it was – It could be two. No, I'm pretty could, sure it's three. Is it three? I think – yeah, I think I saw this morning that it was three games. When did he – yeah, yeah, it is three. So now it he's three. 130-something points in three games. It's like – 43, 47, <laughs> and 44. 43, 47, 44. 134 points yeah. in three games. I mean – if this, if uh, this, uh, all I'm saying is this: if this is what the trade of Kyrie Irving is is erupting, this would be a, a, an unbelievable scene. It's a perfect, <laughs> it's a perfect thing. But like, he's had spurts like this before, and like hasn't played. And I've kind of questioned like, why isn't he playing? He's like one of the he can the way that he can like create shots for himself. He can just score at will at this point. What what the hell? Or is like I hope that like and now. Nick fan here, like yep. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of the Nets, but I just like like the way Cam Thomas plays. Like I want him to succeed. Like I, I feel like he's a good fit in Brooklyn. Like unknown, not really an unknown not guy. Really. Like I knew him in college, yeah, of course. But but just the numbers that he's putting up is not the numbers that he put up anywhere near to the numbers he put up in college. But it's just why wasn't he playing in the first place when he went on that spurt the first time around? Like last year went off against the Knicks. Yeah. I think he had like 38, maybe even 40. He shows these signs of like brilliance. And maybe this is, I don't know. Hey, listen, sometimes these guys need time. And I think we've all seen that with some of these guys, uh, especially as they get into this league really young. And maybe this is the coming. Who knows? Uh, uh, I hope so, because. We need something to keep Kevin Durant in town, and um, yeah. uh, if Kevin's if Kevin can, Durant could stay, that'd be great. If there's a reason for him to stay, the Ben Simmons contract is going to crush the Nets, and then oh, we will see was, what happens. That was the next add on. Uh, uh, next question for Ben Simmons: What the hell do you do with him? I, I, personally, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say this, I just drop him, get rid of him, release him, eat the contract, and then go from there. Like. Because I, I don't think any team's going to take him. No one's going to take him. No one yeah. even no no team said that they were interested in Kevin Dur- not Kevin Durant Ben Simmons. Yeah, 
I mean, just eat it and move on. And, uh, you know, I think the Nets have something else in store here. I don't because they have to try to keep Durant. So I think I think, a, I, I think a move's coming. I think a move's coming. I do. Uh, they have these draft picks now. Uh, I don't. I don't even think they plan on using these draft picks. I think that's. I think they're using, getting ready to use those. Um, who who knows who, who else is in this package? Um, I feel bad for Spencer Dinwiddie because he can never stay in one place for one year. Um, that is true. <laughs> uh, I mean, that man has picked up his family. <laughs> three, four years, um, but, and he's not a bad player. And he's, and he's, he's good. good. Locker, yeah, he's good locker room he's guy. A good player. Yep. And he's been all over the NBA. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll see there. I think something is to come. Um, trade deadline will tell a lot. I think we have you know some good NBA action coming up. I'm excited for the Knicks. Um, I, yeah, the Knicks, man. I mean, I I've had the pleasure Boy. of going down to the Garden three times this year to watch the Knicks. Um, I, I Garden's got a bit of a buzz back. It's nice. Yeah. Um, am I am I glad we we signed Jalen Brunson instead of taking Kyrie Irving? Yeah, because Brunson's playing out of his mind. Yeah, he's he's fun to watch too. Uh, he hits tough shots. I mean, uh, I watched him against the Lakers. I think he had thirty three against the Lakers, thirty four. Yeah, and I tell you, there's some shots that we got to see in pretty close range, and he is. Uh, I mean, he's making shots that you don't think he's going to make in, in yeah. some big bodies. I look back to to the point you made back in June when during the finals, when everyone was like, oh, where did Al Horford come from? Like, what was this? And you were like, this guy's a back to back national champion of Florida. Like he yeah. knows when to step up in big situations. When we signed Jalen Brunson, everyone's like, oh, what the fuck? This is an overpay. Guy's a wooden award winner, two time yep. national champion at Villanova. He knows what. He knows what the deal is. Now you can look back at me when they were going to sign Jalen Brunson and me being in distress and disarray, <laughs> but own me with that. I'll I'll put I'll I'll admit that. But he's just he's just been playing his best basketball because everyone his real breakout like moment in the NBA came in the playoffs and no one thought it was going to translate to the regular season. But here we are now. He's dropping like thirty points every three or four games. Yeah. And he, and, and there, the other cool part, I think of the Knicks this is what I like about the Knicks right now. Uh, I love the way Julius Randall's playing. I think he's playing phenomenal. Uh, I think he has just really kept it together this year. I think you have a new person. Um, I, I actually, on Christmas day, I had the, the opportunity I met at my Christmas dinner at my aunt's house. I met his personal trainer full time, full year. No way. Trainer. Yeah. That's wow. awesome. It was pretty cool. Um, there's my cousin works for Peloton, and one of the major uh, girls there that does the spinning uh, dates him, and they were coming up, and uh, got to meet him. It was pretty cool. He he's originally from California, trained a bunch of NBA guys, and Randall hired him to be his full time year round trainer. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, so it was pretty cool. Get a kind of that glimpse of the psychology that goes into everything. Um, cause he's not just his personal trainer. He's pretty much his psychologist also. Um, yeah. and, uh, he has, his, he has his moments. <laughs> yeah. But you know, he's playing really well. I love RJ Barrett. Um, I, I liked, I like the guys that come off the bench for them. Um, I think they got a good mix. I still love signs been playing pretty well. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the coach. He demands you to play defense. Uh, I know you guys have problems with him. You have your issues with him. 
Um, yeah, and he ha- he has his moments, like yeah. you know, closing uh, just closing out fourth quarters is a bit difficult when your <laughs> uh, last fifteen second plays to have Julius Randle stand there for ten seconds and then go drive for five for the last I five see seconds. The frustration, but- <laughs> like I said, uh, I think I think though you have to kind of give some credit where credit is due because yeah, I think if we backtrack to June, if we backtrack to June. I don't know if we would think the Knicks would be playing this well at the present moment. So That is true. That is very true. Here is what I'm hoping for. I am not a Nick hater anymore. I used to be a Nick hater. I am not. I've grown up. I'm matured. <laughs> wow. I, 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 <laughs> I'm not turning on the TV every night to watch the Knicks. But still, hate, it, still hate Duke, though. Still hate Duke. Oh, yeah. That's never going to be as immature as ever for that one there, Dan. Um, I will say this. I am – if the Nets cannot keep Durant, can somehow the Knicks bring him in? Because I don't think so. Like in free agency or just like a trade? Because I don't some, think they would. Yeah, some, somehow, some way. I would, lo- I would love to see that because I would love to see the Garden Rock because that place would be flying flying through the roof if Kevin Durant was in that place. So yeah, that, I don't want to get my whole don't tickets. Get my, don't get my hopes up. <laughs> Remember the last time I wanted Kevin Durant with a heartbreak. <laughs> I'm not believing. I'm not believe. I'm not getting anything in my head with the Knicks. All right, Oaks. We had this conversation via text, and I feel like we should have this conversation again because college basketball. It's not really getting much attention as it was last year, and personally, I think it's because Duke, North Carolina, and Kentucky are not good. I mean, Carolina and. As of right now, Carolina and Kentucky are the last are the last four teams in to some bracketologists, and Duke is a seven seed, which is something I've never said in my life. Yeah, <laughs> but but we're here. Here we are. But like, and here's I the want, thing: like, I think college basketball is going to put those teams in because they need ratings. They do. Yeah. So it, it's it's crazy that this is what we're getting to, um, and like, listen. Who wants to who wants to root for Houston? Like I, I don't. Houston's I don't, a good team. I like yes, Kelvin Sampson. <laughs> they, they are, but am I my sprinting to the TV to watch Houston? Right? Even like listen, well, if you if you have action, then... you go, yeah, exactly. If you have action, of course. I mean, you're going anywhere. You're going anywhere for action. I mean, but are you I mean, the fifth best team? Might be Virginia, but yet they're the boring. Oh, so team. boring. Oh, boring to so... watch. Dude right. plays them on Saturday. I'm dreading it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, you know, so they, they are. They're in a standstill right now, college basketball. I, I think there's a lot that goes into it. I think there is the one and done. I think there is the too many players spread out. I think there's a lot of talent yeah. that is spread out. Um, yeah, but you have I – mean, uh, we're going to talk uh, him. I mean, John Calipari, can't, he can't even bring these guys in Kentucky. Like, like Cal out. Get, He's got to go. Yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go. I think so, he gets that job at Texas. Who who's that? Cal Perry? Uh, yeah. Because if you really think about it, if you really think about it, the since uh, 2020, the 2021 season, the last like three ish years, I the season when the season got canceled. Kentucky was not good, like yeah. at all. I think they were the number one team, and then they were they were sort of like a fringe team, like ranked in the top twenty, but they weren't as good as Kentucky is hyped up to be. The next year, they're terrible. The next year, 
they're a two seed. And I know St. Peter's was on fire, but still at the same time, we have to stop and realize you're a two seed getting knocked out by a 15. Yeah, Yeah. that's kind of ridiculous. And now this year, you bring back the Wooden Award winner. You bring back your point guard in Severe Wheeler, who who was pretty damn good last year. And what's there to show? You get some good transfers in CJ Frederick, who's was a, supposed to be this knockdown shooter. Nothing. Yep. And then, and then, you know, on the flip side, like you take a team like Gonzaga, like they're not even that great. You know, it's they're they're up and down, and you know, it's thank just, God. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, Oaks. Did you know about the bet that I made? Uh, I did. I have not. I did not hear about this. If uh, Gonzaga wins the national championship this year, I have to get the uh, Drew Timmy handlebar mustache. Well, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you have to worry about that too much, Dan. I don't know if that's. Thank God, I, I made this like over the summer. So, <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think you have to be worried about the Drew Timmy uh, stash going on you, but um, <laughs> you know. Although I would love to see that. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah, we could see that too. Everyone would love to see it. We could run a fundraiser, Dan. We could run another fundraiser. We'll make another $500. Why not? But I do want to – what you said before, there's a lot of guys spread out. I mean, I looked at some mock drafts. In the top four, you have Wembenyama, who we will talk about after this. Scoot Henderson in the G League. You have the top – you have the Thompson twins who are playing for overtime elite. And then the next best guy is Brandon Miller at Alabama. So but let's just get to it right now. Again, where does, and where does Alabama stay in this, in all this? Alabama's good. Yeah. But again, it, uh, I mean, they're, yeah, but they're, who's running to the TV to watch Alabama? I mean, that's what, that, that, that is true. That's what I mean though. It's like, I mean, it's true. I mean, Alabama is the king of having one great player, and then all of a sudden, it's like a nightmare around them. But at least this group is, I guess, is pretty good. So, uh, trust me, I was expecting a, I was expecting a major drop off. I, there was that one loss to Oklahoma, and then they bounced back by beating Vanderbilt by almost fifty points. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> I mean, so the case is, is like here you are, you got your draft, like you're saying, you got the guy from France. And then you and then do you, th- do you think he's goat potential? Like, do you think that Wembenyama has the pot- has the potential to be one of the greatest of all time? I mean, if you look at him, if you watch him move, yeah. I mean, the way he shoots, <laughs> I mean, you would say yes, of course. But of course, we don't. We will not find that out until he gets into the mix here. Um, I mean, but hell, I mean, just from the things I've seen, he's he's legit. I mean, he's good. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna make a burner on Twitter. And just make it like a Victor Wembanyama fan account, and just comment on like the on the top like uh, sports platforms, and say like this is why Wembanyama is better than LeBron. Like everybody, like how oh, you're gonna cause just, you're gonna cause mayhem. Just, you're gonna cause chaos. I think Twitter will break if you do that. Lotto might leave you. I mean, you can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh, I, I you, guys, guys my you guys aren't there yet. I mean, you, you, guys, can, you guys can leave each other when you're making millions. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Who knows? Who knows at this point? Um, all right. One more thing, and then we will wrap it up. Uh, not basketball. There's, an, there's another thing. Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, Super Bowl Sunday. We need we need a prediction. Your Niners were knocked out Ooh. of the NFC Championship game. Tough uh, one. One of, one of the just <laughs> – disastrous games in my Niner history. I mean, holy cow. I mean, could everything just go wrong at once? I mean, it was just absolutely brutal. I mean, I heard it from the kids. 
been wearing my Niner jerseys all all week and stuff. So, and I was and all the Giant fans, uh, all the Giant fans. Though I said, such a shame that you have to root for us every week here because taking out the Cowboys, taking out the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, so you know you should have wore your uh, Lawrence Taylor UNC jersey in solidarity with the Giant fans. Yeah, I, I, I mean that only comes out on real special occasions. I mean, that's that's really? one. Yeah, yeah, I kind of keep that the, one hidden. So where was the the one time I saw you wear it? I think it was before a Duke UNC game, but I could. Oh no, I could be wrong. I think it was before a Duke UNC game. Could have been I think I was the Trajan. I think I was supporting the Giants. No. Were you supporting the Giants? Well, when I was in high school, the Giants were literally the bot. Like, yeah, they were awful. Yeah, so bad. There's always a special reason why I wear it. It's just something comes up and I wear it. So I don't, I don't know. I do remember seeing you in the Lawrence Taylor jersey, though. Also, do you know what? Something very funny that I just realized. Uh, yeah. Okay, I had your wife as a teacher. Yes, back at the middle and, school. Yes. I remember you walking into the room and your wife saying, oh, like my husband's about to come in. Oh, he's a UNC fan. And then you walked in the room, like grabbed something, whatever. And then little 10-year-old me, like I like stayed silent the whole time. I go, (laughs) I go, go Duke. And then you were about to say, go heels. And then you were like, oh, you beat me to it. And then walked away. (laughs) The more, the more you know. That's how far. That's how far back we are. You go back. Did you see Dan? You don't, <laughs> you don't. You don't forget certain things. It's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah, but then so official Super Bowl prediction right now. Who's gonna win? Final score MVP. Well, I'm going. I'm going Mahomes and the Chiefs. And here's here's the reason why. I, I Red they Kingdom. Are, they are being downplayed big time. Um, Mahomes. And not just Mahomes, there is at least 40% of that team that has been involved in a Super Bowl. Um, so you're, you're, you're putting a lot of people in a, a place that has a, a serious, special place in sports. And I, and I always feel the team that has the experience has the advantage. Um, and I think Mahomes will rise to the occasion here. Uh, I have, I have this. As a very close game. I, I have this somewhere around 27-24, um, something to that nature. I, I think it will be a three-point game. Um, I think both teams are very good. Uh, I think the Eagles are underrated. I think the Eagles have done a great job. I, I know everybody is after their coach, but I think they're very good. Um, it's I think I think whoever runs the ball better will win the game. Somehow, some way. Um, and I think I, I will tell you this. I think Travis Kelsey is going to go off. So I, I, he's so good. That's I, I don't, I just think those two are ready for this. Um, and I, and I like them. The backs are up against the wall. Thought they beat a very good Bengals team. Uh, again, a, a team that people downplay, but yet they win 10 in a row in the NFL and people yeah, are downplaying them. I don't, yeah. I don't get that. The, the Bengals are legit. Like that's a good team. Yeah, they're a good um, team. And you know, I, I I think the Chiefs are ready here. All right, that's what I got. MVP. Um, Who, who's winning MVP? Uh, I think I I I, I want to say Kelsey's going to. Kel, I'm going to say this: Kelsey should win it, but they're going to give it to Mahomes because he's the quarterback. It's um, a quarterback. It's yeah. a quarterback's award now. Yeah. So 
Although and I, plus, I think- Hurts can't throw. Hurts still can't throw right now. He threw for like 140 yards. Yeah. Um, in the championship game, and it got like downplayed because they beat him by so much by running the ball and all those penalties. But that's that's completely irrelevant to right now. But yeah. Red Kingdom. I, I, don't, I just don't want to see another Eagles Super Bowl. I fucking hate I know. I don't, there's, I, I don't think there's, I don't, I don't, there's not too many people sitting in the state of New York that would like to see the Eagles win this week. Um, oh, and it's like, they, I, they I, I, feel, me. I, I feel bad for the kids at school because everybody's like, Ugh, I don't know. Go <laughs> like, no Chiefs. Uh, this, is, like, this is your classic. Let's just sit down and hope. Whatever bets Watch you have, whatever bets you have, go through, and whatever boxes you have, somebody hits, and oh, like, just you'll then, love the prop. You'll love the prop that I have. Oh, I can only imagine <laughs> what that. I'll what say that it is right stated. now: the MVP in his speech will be thanking Jesus Christ first. Okay, uh, I think that's a good bet. I, 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 be, I like that. It's at I like think, plus three sixty. So if you're really thinking about it, God has great value. Great value. <laughs> both, both in in faith terms and in betting terms, God yep. has great value. That, think, that's I, what I'm saying around this. I think that's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good bet. I, I would say. So thank you, thank you. Uh, I, have, um, I, I cannot talk you off that, Dan Layton. I think that's that. That could definitely be a winner. Yeah. Real quick, back to me uh, hating the Eagles. Oaks, did you know that I was at the uh, Deshaun Jackson punt return game? Do you know I was there also with my with with my wife? Oh, you might have you might have saw you might have saw a little eight year old me uh, crying out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw one of the most embarrassing moments in uh, adult history at that game. As we were walking out of the stadium, there is literally a uh, about forty five to fifty year old guy throwing haymakers at an Eagles fan on the line of the bathroom, and in his left hand is, is his fifth grade son. That's probably one of the most embarrassing <laughs> things I've ever seen uh, at, a, at an Eagle-Giant game. Uh, that was my wife's first introduction to a Giant-Eagle game. Um, and we've been, we've they are been hell. Numerous of Giants. They are Eagles. hell. Yeah. They are hell. My grandpa used to be a season ticket holder. We would go to every single one of them, and there uh, was oh, guaranteed a fight it, every every single time. It, I went. Listen, I went to the one. I went to the Eagle Giant game when uh, St. Pierre, the guy who blew his fingers off. Uh, oh, JPP. JPP. When he had the uh, six sacks. Uh, oh yeah. So we were at we were at that game, uh, and that game started at eight thirty. That was an uh, ugly, ugly parking lot at because the doors opened at three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yes>. So. Um, <laughs> It, it was just uh, it, very interesting. Put it that I way. I just, I just don't want to see the Eagles win, man. Yeah, that's just. But uh, before it, we, it, uh, before we wrap up, because I know you guys got to go and move on, um, real quick to the NBA. Lotto, your Cavs look good. That's uh, that's what I'm. That's they do look good. Like, wrap up the NBA. They are playing very well. I have them in the top four, and uh, they're, they're going to be tough out. Tough out. Yeah. Uh, Same. But, yeah, but we have time for your- that. You got your one nice thing to Tim in there. Although yeah. Tim is not here, yeah. you got your one. How to, how you to get that in? How to get that in? You could have also there. said the Islanders are red hot right now, but yeah. he'll he'll take the Caps. He yeah, will glad, he'll gladly take the Caps on that. And then right. uh, before again, before we wrap up, I just want to thank you guys again for the plunge. Uh, and I know we have some viewers in there that I definitely know. Um, and if you just when you guys do get a chance, uh, if you if you could send me a list uh, of those who donated, I would like to try to reach out to them and thank them eventually oh, we got- here. When all this we got is, a long uh, list, yeah, yeah. When all this is said and done, that'd be great. You want you want alumni too? Yeah, because we got yeah. we, we got we got a plethora of alumni. Yeah, I 
Uh, absolutely. Whoever's on that list, I would I would just like to uh, take the time to uh, thank when uh, we, we have a chance to do that when this is all said and done. Oh, yeah. All right. So March 5th, Memorial Park, Piermont, New York, 12 to 2 p.m. Take the plunge. I might be there. Oaks is definitely going to be there. You're going to see a lot of the ho- the hometown people that are listening to this. You're going to see a lot of people there. It's going to be a packed house. 12 to 2. Oaks, we thank you for coming on, as always. Thank always you. Always a pleasure, Oaks. And Danny, I'll, love tell talking you, with you. I'll tell you this right now. You do the plunge, okay? Because we're going to have, like, a march in. Like, everybody from the river is marching oh, at the shit. same time. Right. You, oh, you, boy. You can lead the pack in. Dan, <laughs> do it. You can lead us right into the water. It would be, it should, would, I give, should I give the Braveheart speech? Yeah, you, you can. However you want to signal us in there, sword. you can signal us right into that, right into the Hudson. It'd be great. Oh, I got, oh, if that happens, we're going to need a video. Oh, we'll, we'll have video. We will definitely have video. No doubt about it. No doubt. going to lead a sprint. I better get, like, back background music. Just... Have like the sword. They will never take our freedom. Just, we'll, we'll dock it all up, too. If we get somebody in the school to dock it all up, it'd be great. It'd be, it'd be wonderful. It'll be awesome. All right, Oaks, thanks so much, man. Always a pleasure. Uh, it was great seeing you guys. Uh, Terrence, always always good seeing you. Hope all is going well. Uh, always Danny, a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Timmy, I always know you're out there. But Jordan's still the best, and uh, that's, that's how we're going to do uh, All right, we'll uh, we'll talk again uh, probably after the plunge here. We have playoff basketball going and stuff. Oh like yes, that. oh yes. So. All right, good to All know. Right. All right, always a pleasure having David O'Keefe on the show. Always, always a pleasure. You could see me leading leading the <laughs> polar plunge group in the battle. Possibly, we'll see what ha- we'll see what happens. It's always a such lot of a good t- episode when Oaks comes on. It always is. Always, it always is. Really. Always is. All right. So no hockey talk today. Went through the basketball talk. We know the Rangers just had game of the year. We're going to save it for when Tim wants to come on because Tim, you know, loves talking hockey, Tim. Tim loves it. And and his Islanders are red hot right now with uh, Barzal and Horvat. So what I saw, Terrence, you go first. I go first? Sweet. Yes. I saw, I sent it to you. I saw our very own. Jason Vossler. Oh, shit. Yeah. Signing with the Kansas City – or not oh, – I'm stuck on football <laughs> with the Cincinnati Reds. Cashman fucked awesome. up on that one, man. He did. He did. Cashman, Cashman fucked up. Cashman fucked up yeah. big time. Congratulations, Jason. That is a – Happy for him. Very happy for Jason. Well-deserved deal. All right. I have a lot of what I saw as. Uh, my first, why I blanked on the first two that I had, and now I'm. Like, <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, my first, what I saw is that meme: "Old man yells at cloud." Jim Beheim debunked nil uh, this past weekend, uh, saying that Miami and Pitt bought all of their teams, even though Miami was an elite eight team last year, and I and Pitt uh, has like at least like three fourth year players and two fifth year players in their starting lineup. So I just found that pretty funny. Jim Beheim is 78 years old and uh, won't retire. So <laughs> get with the times, Jimmy. Get with the times. Uh, just ter- 78. He's got to go. Go away, yeah. Jim. Go away. Go yeah. away. My second what I saw is uh, high school basketball in Oklahoma. Uh, 
there are some states, including Oklahoma, that do not have a shot clock implemented in their high school basketball games. Um, Terrence, do you want to know what the final score was of this game? I'm going to say, is it high or low? Oh, it's low. It's low? it's it's pretty it's pretty low. I'm gonna say like twenty four to sixteen. No, nope. nope, not even close. It was four to two. <laughs> it was four to two. What? It, it was it was it was it was four to two. It was four to two. Someone posted on TikTok <laughs> the in a video of the first quarter sped up. The first point of the game came from two free throws with six minutes left in the second quarter. They play uh, four quarters, and yeah, it just just a fucking. Did they literally just sit there with the ball dribbling. The first quarter, like... they were just passing the ball around. There's no shot clock. They can do whatever the fuck they want. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. How is that enjoyable? It's not. You saw like the student section, just like it was a jammed student section too. I felt not only I don't really feel bad for the players, I feel bad for the student section that dragged their asses over there and just <laughs> fucking just that. had stood there and watched them pass the ball around. <laughs> fucking terrible. What the fuck? Fucking That's terrible. Awful. My third one I saw, now that I just realized it, is the Bullies of Baltimore 30 for 30. Uh the 30 for 30 documentary on the 2000, 2001 Baltimore Ravens came out. One of the best uh, responsible for one of the best defenses of all time. Uh, they did a round table for that 30 for 30 as part of the documentary and their quarterback, Trent Dilfer uh, said that today's game does not impress him anymore. And he is not motive, highly motivated by the play style of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'd like to say uh, how 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 much did the uh, Ravens defense carry that team? Um, there was a six six week stretch where the Ravens offense did not score a touchdown, and they went four and two. <laughs> they went four and two, and then people proceeded to uh, shit on Trent Dilfer by posting his highlights, just missing wide open receivers. He did not get his he did not get his first start in the NFL until. Uh, his seventh year in the league and the way, and you know how I am when my team loses, they beat the giants in the super bowl, like womp them. And I still give them all the credit in the world. That's that defense is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Just that defense is unreal. The, the defense did not allow a point on offense. Cause the one touchdown, the Giants scored was a Ron Dixon kickoff return for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. They, they were pretty fucking good. So yeah. the fact that someone that oh, he got benched after the uh, after the Super Bowl, by the way, <laughs> what won the team the Super Bowl was a quarterback replacement for I forget what the guy's name was exactly, and led not really led the team to the Super Bowl, but you know your quarterback's a leader, lead the team to the Super Bowl, and then uh, get benched the next year. You know that's kind of tough. Yeah. Trent Trent yeah. is now uh, the head coach at the uh, University of Alabama Birmingham. So we will see That'll, how that yeah. we will see how that project goes. All right, no list today due to time. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube. Be sure to like our videos on YouTube. Be sure to follow us and rate us on Spotify. Five stars. Five stars only. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Big Super Bowl coming up. Hopefully, all of your bets hit. Hopefully the MVP, thanks God. We just 
we hope that all of you, we hope that everything comes to fruition for you guys and, and and all of us because all of us bet it's it's a universal thing right now. All right, peace out, guys. See you next week. <laughs>